Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. We're going to talk about seasonal depression today. I know I have episodes in the past about this and they probably are very similar to this, but new season, new thoughts, let's go. When this releases, it is the end of August. Nope, nope, it's not. The end of October, there is my wishful thinking that I wish it were the end of August. Mm, Weather-wise. I wish it were the end of August weather-wise. I deal with seasonal depression. And for those of you who are newer here and don't know my story, a few years back, I had the worst winter, one of the worst winters I've ever had. And it came to be that it was seasonal depression. I had so many physical symptoms and testing done to see why I was having dizzy spells, etc. It comes down to seasonal depression. Mental health affects your physical health. Whether people think so or not, it is very, very true. When I figured that out, I decided that I was going to take it head on. Like, let's go. We're going to make it a good winter. I will say that the next couple winters after that were better. I still had hard times, right? Like, that's how mental illness works. Ups and downs, but I uh, I put some things in place to help it be a little bit better. This last winter was probably the worst winter I've ever had. If you were in Minnesota, you know we had December, well, November, December. I mean, like, hell, we had fall. And fall is beautiful and wonderful, but also, like, cooler. And I love hot. I love warm temps. But then, you know, true winter, December, January, February, March, it kind of started to warm up. And then it was like, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm going to stick around until the end of April. And I believe it was into May even when we were still having like 30, 40 degree days. And by that point, I'm like, I just need straight sun. It was, it was a long winter. And I think this year I have a little PTSD from it. Like normally in the fall, I'm not already feeling this sad (laughs) about winter coming But even like the end of August, I was already like in a little bit of panic mode. And we've had a beautiful fall, thankfully. We've had some cooler days, but we've had some warmer days. But the the forecast is showing me that like it's coming. Ready or not, like winter is coming. And so if you're feeling kind of that same way, like I feel you, let's talk about how we can make it a better winter. I'm going to share a few things that I have done in the past and some things I've learned as I've gone along with my seasonal depression. And the first is to increase your vitamin D. You can take it in pill form. I take it in pill form. I don't really care how you take it because I know that there are people on all ends of the spectrum as far as like they are natural versus I'm going to just take a pill and anywhere in between. Increase your vitamin D. Figure out, talk to your doctor, like what is the max amount you can take? Um, and, and get there if it is a major problem for you. Because up here in Minnesota, 
Midwest, like we don't get enough sunshine in the winter. We don't. And there's a vitamin D deficiency. And there is a correlation between those who have depression and lower vitamin D levels. And so in the winter, increase your vitamin D. Another thing that I I did a few years back as well was get myself a happy light, a sad light, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to link one here in the show notes. If you want to go check it out, just get yourself one. I typically will use it early in the morning, right away. I put it on either the chair right in front of me because we've got like a little ottoman in front or on the table next to me and just have it close to me, shining while I'm doing my quiet morning time. Sometimes I'll have it on my desk and I'll turn it on. It just depends on how I'm doing, like how much time I feel like I need, but a little bit here, a little bit there. It's like sunlight therapy, man. Just get yourself a happy light. Another thing that is really important for me to stick to in the winter, all year round, but in the winter especially, is using my gratitude journal. And I say using my gratitude journal, like there's a specific journal I use, but there's not. It's just a journal And every morning I'll write at least five things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's a stretch, depending on my mood. But I found five for me is like a good number of like things that I can come up with. And it's not things like I'm happy or grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my house. Like sometimes it's those things. Like if my marriage is really on or I had a really good conversation with the girls like or one of my kids, I'll put that in there. But it's also small things like I'm grateful for somebody smiling at me, holding the door open at the grocery store yesterday. I'm grateful that a mom helped me get my kid to her activity. I'm grateful for hot coffee. I'm grateful for those very specific things Because it just helps you to focus then and to look for those things throughout your day. Gratitude is just a a great way to live, especially when you are just feeling mentally unwell. And then what else do I do? Oh, I move my body. I move my body almost every single day. And I do that just in general. Like that is just a habit I have created. That is almost a non-negotiable for me. My Almost every week, rest days are Sundays, and so it's not uncommon for me to not work out on Sundays. Sometimes I'll go for a walk or something, but I would say five to six days a week, I'm moving my body year-round, and especially in the winter. Exercise improves everything. (laughs) Physical health, mental health, body image, just it releases those endorphins. It It is so vital to every part of your life. And typically, when people are feeling overwhelmed or depressed or whatever, exercise is the first thing that gets sacrificed because I don't have time for it or I'm not feeling up to it. But have you ever worked out and then got done and thought, wow, I regret doing that? I mean, I have times where I get done working out and I'm like, wow, I really sucked at that. Like I had to, that was a really hard workout. I had to really push myself, but I never regret it. I never regret moving my body in some way because I know that I need it for my stress levels, for my mental health, for my physical health. Again, body image, it just helps you to feel better about yourself. So be moving your body every day. 
And if you need help with that, like if you live in, in Midwest, like it's not super warm. And so getting outside isn't always fun, but there are YouTube videos and subscriptions you can sign up for and find some way to move your body. Just make it up. Go look at Pinterest to find some ideas. There's plenty of great workout people on Instagram to grab ideas from. It doesn't have to be an hour-long workout, but move your body. And with that, the last thing that I can think of that I've done in the past that I will very much continue to implement this winter and I'm encouraging you to do as well is to get outside. I know that sounds so backwards. And this was something I was very much against once I realized I had seasonal depression. I was like, no, I hate winter. I'm not going outside in it. It's stupid. It's cold and I hate being cold. But once I finally like embraced the idea of I've got to figure out ways to get outside because it being outside just helps me thrive is that if it's above zero, I'm outside. Maybe not every day, but like Wednesdays, for example, early on in the pandemic, a girlfriend and I started going for walks on Wednesdays because it was her day off of work and we, we started six feet apart and uh, we continue that today. And so we go out. If, it, if real feel is above zero degrees and in crazy fashion, we've done it a few times when it's below zero degrees, we go for our walk. So grab a friend and go for a little walk. Uh, last year we created an ice rink, uh, in our backyard and I would go outside with the kids and get on my ice skates and, and go outside, go sledding, um, just find a way to be outside. And I know that's hard if you have little littles because those little kids fall into the snow. They get cold so easily. It's so frustrating because it takes 20 minutes to get their stuff on. They want to be outside for five minutes and they're over it. And so I get it. It's hard. It is It is hard. And so obviously grace there. And there are some weeks where it's like there is not a positive degree. Why do we live here? That's a terrible statement. There is. There are weeks where there isn't a positive degree. I'm moving. Just kidding. I'm not. But I always say that. I'm not. <laughs> uh, family is important, man. And it's hard to move away from family even when you hate the weather. So anyway, get outside. And then with that, you know, I kind of joke about, I hate winter. But also like so much of it is is mindset work and talking yourself out of that negative mindset, forcing yourself outside, just doing those little things. If you deal with seasonal depression, I would love to hear from you. I would also love to hear just some things that you do to kind of battle that seasonal depression. At some point, maybe I'll need meds. I don't know. I'm not at that point yet. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping I won't have to be because I, I'm great, great in the warm weather. Oh, that reminds me of one last thing to say. I also figured out last year that I need to go somewhere warm in the winter. Like it's a fact. It's not like an option. It's a fact. <laughs> Uh, last February, and we had a, a rough winter last winter, not even that it was long. We had stretches where like, we didn't see sun for 10 days, where we had insanely cold weather for just too long. And it was early February, my sister-in-law, my husband and I were at Lupin, our favorite brewery, we we're playing pinball and 
I was telling them both that I was thinking about, like, if I were to go somewhere warm this winter, there are select people I would go with. Because when I go somewhere warm, I want to sit on a beach, read my book, drink a White Claw, probably lots of coffee, and just sit around. I don't want to stay out till late hours of the night. I don't love to go do touristy things. I'll do it. I'll do it. But it's, I wanted to just go sit on a beach somewhere. So anyway, I told them there are select people that I would want to go with. And I looked at my sister-in-law and I said, and you're one of them. And she kind of looked at me and she was like, I'd go on vacation with you. And literally the next morning we had a trip booked for three weeks later to go to Florida for four days. And it was everything. It was everything I needed. Yes, March and April were still hard. But honestly, they would have been a heck of a lot harder had I not gotten a break. Funny story about that. So we went down to Miami Beach because I was like, I need like 90 degrees. I don't need like 70 degrees where it's like I'm cold on the beach. Like I want to be hot on the beach. But you know, Ginger, haven't seen the sun for weeks, months, months. I have not seen the sun for months on my skin. And we go and by day morning three, I woke up and my bottom lip was ballooned. Like I was a Kardashian, like just like liposuction, huge, probably bigger. I don't even know because it got sunburned. By the time we left, I was peeling sunburned everywhere. I was limping because I had, uh, I had blisters on my feet from a pair of shoes I had worn one night when we had walked down to, to South Miami Beach to go out to dinner. And um, my lip, like I couldn't eat, like I couldn't move my lip at that point because it had blistered and peeled. And <laughs> I remember talking to my husband in the airport and he was like, you're kind of coming home worse for wear. And I was like, yo, I am coming home physically worse for wear. I am coming home so mentally good. <laughs> I'm in a great place mentally and that's all I care about. I don't care. And the funny part is like, you're probably like, why didn't you wear sunscreen? I did. I we loaded up like we used a four ounce bottle in the first like three days because it was like constant we were just loading up but we both still got fried it was totally worth it long story short not short but coming back to the point i need to go away every winter and i don't know if that's an option for you but i even told my husband like i don't necessarily have to go to a beach this winter but even if like we go somewhere for a long weekend where it's 75 degrees right and I might be saying different in January and be like, no, I just want beach and hot and ocean because I love the ocean too. But um, we're already talking and thinking about like, are we going to do something? So if that's an option for you, taking a break from the winter is a, a wonderful thing if it's an option. So anyway, reach out if you have seasonal depression, you deal with this. Share this on social media if it was helpful I hate seasonal depression. I hate having it. I hate the fact that I have it. I grew up in Minnesota. Like I've been here for 35 years and it feels like it's just getting harder and harder. But I, you know me, I'm an Enneagram 3. I'm an achiever. And so I'm going to battle this thing and I'm going to win even on hard days. So I will figure out ways to make it still joyful and good because through it all, God is still good. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. 
If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.